Hello, friends, and welcome to the very first episode of Keep It Real with Rachel Sinclair. Many of you know that I've been writing and interviewing people on my blog, rachelsinclair.net, for about two years now. And so many times I've thought, man, I wish I could have my people right here in the room listening to this interview live. And now you can do just that. In this first podcast interview, I sit down with my incredibly talented singer-songwriter friend, Lydia Laird. And y'all, we had so much fun! It was awesome. Lydia talks about everything from living in Romania as a child to the songwriting process, releasing her first EP. And perhaps my favorite part of the interview was at the end where Lydia and I sing an acoustic version of her latest song, Where Your Heart Is. I played the guitar, Lydia just sang her heart out on the spot, and we had a blast. Anyway, I cannot wait for you to listen, and I know that you're going to enjoy getting to know Lydia. So here we go. And I was actually reading your bio on the website, you know, mm-hmm. like a good interviewer would. And um, you said something, you're like, I love people, I love telling stories, and I love music. Mm-hmm. Which literally, my like catchphrase for my website is loving people, sharing stories. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. I was that's like, way better said than mine. I get that. No, but I mean, music is three years, which I, you know, love and appreciate music. So, okay, well, first of all, um, I know you grew up in Romania. So tell me like about that and kind of like, has music always been a part of your life? You know, where did that? Well, so we, we actually were only in Romania for a little under two years, but it still felt like growing up there because it was a completely different culture. Um, but I was, I think I turned six and seven there Mm -hmm. and I have nine brothers and sisters. At that point, there was eight of us, and mom was pregnant with Abby, our ninth. Okay. And she actually had her in Hungary because the Romanian hospitals were terrible. But um, before, I mean, music was always like a part of my life since I was born because everybody, all my siblings play something or sing or write or whatever. Uh. And so I was always like admiring them. Mm-hmm. And growing up, it was like, okay, we're called to be missionaries. Well, we're going to travel and sing like the Von Trapp family, like from Sound yeah. of Music. And legit, oh, that's awesome. we'd wear all the same outfits. We looked like idiots, like t- like so many kids. Wait, I love that. <laughs> no, it's so embarrassing. We have pictures, and you can tell like one of us was way too cool for it, and they're like looking away, like what are we doing? <laughs> like I'm not one of them. Yeah. But it was so fun, and so we would we'd go church to church, and so like from a young age, I knew like ministry and music went together for me, mm, you know. And so cool. we we raised support. We moved over there. Literally, remember going to orphanages and singing songs about Jesus in Romania to these kids. And like, I don't even speak hardly any anymore, but I can sing Romanian songs for days. Like I just, and I'm not even sure what they're saying. I'm just like, yep, somebody just come say. back. Like <laughs> that yeah. is awesome. So it was, it was really impactful. And then when we came home, it was like music just never stopped. My older siblings, everybody was always writing or singing or leading in church. And my dad had been a music major, so he would lead in church and, um, so I, yeah, I started writing at a super young age. Like it just was normal in my family. Wow. Yeah. That is so exciting. And do they still, are they still like active in music or? Yeah. So my oldest brother who is, I mean, since we have 10, he's way older than me, but he's yeah. been a worship leader and creative director mm-hmm. in Texas for a long time. Yes. And, um, they've recorded little worship records and stuff like that. And so, yeah, it's still a big part. And my sisters sometimes serve with him. Most yeah. of my family's there. So they'll all sing together, do different stuff, but 
Um, at this point, I'm the only one who's really been making this a career. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously, worship leader's a career, but, like, as being an artist. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Like, when did that switch flip from, like, oh, I really enjoy this and, like, use it in ministry to I really want to pursue this? Right. Well, it sounds – I was a very deep thinker as a child. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, so emotional, homeschool, like, dramatic kid who yeah. did not really understand how the world works. But – um, since I was little, I always wanted to be like a missionary in the entertainment industry. And yeah. so like, I literally, me and my sister, we used to stay up and pray for the actors that we thought were cute. Wait, I love that. <laughs> and we'd be like, like that one guy from Smallville. Do you remember him? Yes. We'd be but... like, oh, he's got to know Jesus. We got to pray for him. He needs to know Jesus. Especially when you know they probably don't. And you're yeah. like, man. <laughs> but like, it was just this thing. Like, yeah. I was so creative. Like, I loved anything creative. Music. I was acting. I was writing. I was... And so I just knew, like, okay, I, I want to be a light. Like, and we always were reading stories about missionaries and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, who's reaching these people in the States? Like, in the entertainment industry, like, they're only reached by their peers because they're not just going to become friends with some nice little conservative Christian on the side of the street. Like, um, and so I started thinking, maybe I'll do Broadway. Or maybe because I love to act. Yeah. Or, oh, I love to act. Yeah, okay. really? Total side I didn't know that. Oh, that is, like, my passion. Which is do, kind of... Do you act now? Um, I've done some community theater and Hey guys, it's Rachel here. I'm popping into the middle of the podcast to explain that Lydia and I kind of had this whole side conversation here about acting, steel magnolias, lots of very fun stuff, but we went down quite a bit of a rabbit hole. So we're going to fast forward a little bit and get right back to the interview. No, but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, I love acting too. So yeah. Okay, sorry so, for that side no, story. <laughs> totally, I love that. So, yeah. um, so literally, I didn't know for sure that I wanted to be like an artist or anything. Yeah. I was, I was writing like from really the age of like nine, and mm-hmm. and as I got older, um, I have always been just extremely emotional. I don't know if my hormones are off or my brain <laughs> yeah. is funky, but literally the way I process stuff was way heavier than most people, and it yeah. was kind of. You know, to the point where people were like, Lydia, why do you cry all the time? Why are you always feeling everything? Oh, yeah. And it was you know, it was something that I had to learn to balance. But I also realized, like, God made me a certain way. And the enemy always wants to pervert what God made you to be. But part of it is that my therapy is writing songs. And so, oh, yeah. like, the way I express a lot of that stuff, or it would be like, I'm really sad. Okay, I'm going to go sit down. I'd write it, like, all down. I'd be like, whew, it's off my chest. Boom. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's how. Mm-hmm. Wow. So even, I mean, my mom's miscarriage when I was nine, um, that was, I remember sitting on our tire swing outside and writing this little, and I still have it in my journal, writing this little song that like is horrible, but it's like, it's really yeah. sweet because you can see my little heart and it rhymed and it was all, you know, but like that was my thing. I felt, oh, we lost yeah. a sibling. Like I need to, I need to write about it, you know? Yeah. And so that was always a thing. And it was in my teenage years that, um, my brother really started pushing me. Like I was always writing stuff. He was like, you need to come sing this at church. And I was so scared. I mean, really? so scared. Yeah. Like I had, you know, I'd sung every now and then done different stuff, but singing a song I wrote in front of a whole bunch of people was just like, so weird. That's different. Yeah. yeah. But I, but I did it. And honestly, I'd say my oldest brother is like one of God's biggest tools to really establishing me, like going, this is what you, God's gifted you to do. You know what I mean? Isn't that nice to have someone oh, yeah. to like call that out, even when you're like, are yeah. you sure? I'm not that good. And like I had that whole false humility thing, which you're never going to be the best and you're never going to probably be the worst either. But like people would say, hey, play me one of your songs and I'd play it and everybody would say it's good and I'd always be like, well, it's not that good. And 
And one, oh, yes. One yes. Day, a missionary <laughs> friend of ours, like, took me aside in the kitchen. He was like, hey, Lid. He's like, you know when you do that, you kind of steal God's glory. And I, I remember being like, mm. I'm sorry, what? And he was like, well... <laughs> You just try to play the humble part and everything, but if God gave you a gift and people are saying it's good, you just say thank you. And wow. it kind of was a game changer for me. I was like, yeah, like, okay, I don't have to be the best. God gave me this and it's good. That's so a thank whole you. new perspective, especially yeah. when you're like, I don't know how to say this. Like if you are committed to something as far as like a career and not just a hobby, then you kind of have to be critical to a certain degree because you want to get better. But I can see how that would overtake that, you mm-hmm. know. And at some point, you're just like, you know, I do need to step back and acknowledge. like, Totally. Yeah. Because in a way, that's pride. It's saying like, well, but I could be better. It's all about me and what I can do. And it's like, well, wait right. a second. If God used it, yeah. then that's his thing. So thank you. Like just, like, yeah. Take yeah. it with him and move on. Yeah. And that takes the yeah. pressure off too. Even as you, as your platform gets bigger and you have more people who like you and you're going to play in front of a ton of people and you're like, well, wait a second. Even if it's not as great, or even if it's the best, like no matter how it goes, ultimately, like the pressure's not on me because I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do with the gift. Yeah. You know? Mm, yes, so true. Which right. Really, it does. It helps with the pressure. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, it's not about me right. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, okay. Tell me about when you moved to Nashville in 665. Because you just posted this, and I like loved it, have listened to the song, Aww. like. And I, I mean, I get it to an extent because I just moved here last year, you know, and it's like, it's exciting and weird and like hard at all the same time. But like, you know, my family's three hours away. So still though, it's still yeah, a huge it's, change. Yeah. So, and I love that you wrote it in a YMCA. Like that just, I was like, <laughs> it was yes. Anytime fitness. But anytime very fitness. Yeah, very Oops. close. Yeah. Gym. It's a gym. gym. Same thing. Yes. <laughs> so tell me the story behind that. Yeah. So. When I first moved, like, I didn't have anything lined up music-wise. I didn't... I knew, like, one or two people in Nashville. Well, they're in Murfreesboro. So I didn't even, like... The music industry and music scene was so just not on... Or in my brain, the way it works. Like, I didn't understand. Yeah. Um, I grew up in East Texas. Like, cool. I was talented. Great. I don't know how anything works. (laughs) Right. uh, And I didn't really have, like, money behind me or anything. I just knew, okay, I'm going to move, like... God opened the doors. I got a job at a gym, which is random, you know, yeah. random. And, yeah. um, and so I was in Murfreesboro, which everybody was like, it's only 30 minutes from Nashville. Like, it's no big deal, but it's a different world. And so right. I moved there and I was like, this is not like Music City. Like, I thought I was, mo- you know, and so. You're not like walking down the streets surrounded by all these artists yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just have this vision of your dream and like, it's just not. And so it, it was hard because so many other artists and musicians, like, they either have money behind them or a network or whatever, and I really didn't have anything. So I was working, you know, full weeks with okay pay, paying all my bills, trying to figure this out. Kind of older to be starting music at 22, like, starting, starting, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, not that it, That's I had crazy. started in Texas, <laughs> but, I, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but not like, I'm recording an EP for the first, you know, all this big stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um and I literally I was vacuuming the gym and I I can't remember exactly everything I just remember being in a funk and I was sitting here in my head thinking like okay I'm so close to my family I had been with them for 22 years I didn't even go to school like I was home (laughs) like I was working and stuff but it was just um to leave a family as tight-knit as mine as kind of unique like we're strange dynamic 10 kids homeschooled all lived overseas together like you know just really close and all of a sudden being on my own and not having a network and not having anybody. And, and in the gym, it was like such a different world. Like I wasn't even used to that as much, you know? And so I was, I was in the middle of vacuuming and I'm just sitting here thinking, is this why I'm here? Like I'm vacuuming a gym floor. Like this is not my dream. And, 
And a funny thing is, I didn't know the exact mileage. In my head, it was 665. Yeah. So I literally started like singing it in my head as I'm vacuuming. And I'm just like, you know, 665 are the miles I've tread. And I was like, oh, I can write it down. And so I stopped vacuuming, like ran to the office, started writing it on sticky notes. And uh, the song, I think I wrote it all then, or at least that day. And um, I went back, kept cleaning, kept doing my thing. And then later I Googled it and it's like 650 something miles. <laughs> and so every time I would go play it and people would ask questions, I'd be like, well, I bet there's like a Walmart like 10 miles from here. Right. So technically I could just go there. <laughs> right. Like what if I live 10 miles Yeah, I mean, it's really close, but <laughs> yeah, uh, no. So yeah, That's... that was it. It was just the whole idea of like, I've come this far and what am I here for? And you know, um, in the lyric, like in, in the bridge, you know, it says, well, you said walk, I said where? You said trust, but I was scared, so afraid I'd lose my way. But you said walk, you said walk. And it's funny, because I wrote that that lyric then, feeling that way, but really I had, I was still like fresh, like hadn't really made any mistakes, hadn't, and like since then to now, just in the last, you know, few years of, of different life choices, struggles, mistakes, failures, you know, going off the path and going, Lord, forgive me, and getting back on the path. And then hearing that song again, like a week ago when I realized it had been, and hearing that lyric and thinking like, God is just so good because not only does he lead you and it maybe doesn't look like what you think, yeah. but even with your mistakes and, and him going, hey, walk, and you're like, but I'm afraid I'm gonna lose my way. And he's like, yeah, you, you are, but you still keep going. I know what I'm doing, mm, you know? And it's yes. just, it was really encouraging, honestly. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because we're, we're gonna mess up and like, mm -hmm. it's not gonna be pretty, but he still calls us to go, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's that's great and beautiful song. So thank of course, you. <laughs> links to all this. Um, tell me about the songwriting process. Like, is it usually a like moment of inspiration like that, or are there? Because I know for the writing, like me as a writer, there are times where I'm like, wait, I've got to get this down. Mm -hmm. Like, this is great. But then there are also times where it's like I have to be disciplined and I don't really feel like writing, but like I got to get up and do it because like <laughs> this is what I want. Totally. You know. So how is that with songwriting? Yeah, it's pretty much just like that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when I, before I came to Nashville, all my songwriting, it had never been, I don't think I'd ever sat down and been like, I need to write a song and it needs to be like this. And it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Except for, there were a couple plays that people asked me to write like music for, and I had to for that. So that was different. Mm -hmm. But stuff like that, like normally I just thought, well, it's got to be emotional and it's got to all be like, so like raw. And then I moved here and, uh, I wrote, started writing like co-writes. My first co-writes were here yeah. and, um, realized that it's a, like people sit down and you go, okay, what are we going to write about? Who is this for? Okay. This is how we start. And like people have, a system and that was so new to me and so That's honestly fascinating this, <laughs> I love hearing about that <laughs> yeah it's weird it's weird and everybody's different like you can get two of the best writers together and they may not be able to write a song together because they just don't have that chemistry or they don't yeah. work well like their brains work differently yeah or you can get like like there's certain people I write super well with certain people I don't even though they're amazing mm -hmm. you know what I yeah. mean and so it's really interesting but some people start, like, especially producers, like, they have to start with a track, or not all of them, but they're like, okay, we're gonna do it off of this, this is what it's gonna feel like. Mm -hmm. um, and then other people, they're like, we all, you always start with chorus, you always start with hook, and then you move from there. I've always been somebody like, it doesn't happen always the same way twice. I mean, yeah. I, I'll just be like, oh, like last week I, I wrote a song for something, and I, it was a thing where I had to, it's gotta be for this, this is the audience everything, you know, and I went and read up on it to get inspired because I was like, okay. And I was like in tears by the end of it. And so like yeah. the song just came, 
which is great, but I started with the verses, and most people don't do that. Like, most people are going to start with the punch, like, the chorus, mm. the hook, the thing that's going to get people going. And yeah. um, thankfully, by the end of it, like, I have learned tricks from different people who are way better than me, and I was listening to... Um, a karaoke version of a song that I wanted it to sound like. Yeah. Even though it's not going to be the same thing at all. Sure. You know, but that allowed me to write a chorus that was like awesome. You know, it feels good and punchy and hooky and everything, but it's like, I, it's interesting as a writer, you, you have your own style, but you pick up things from everybody that you're learning from. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's both of those things. It's inspiration. And then it's like, Oh, I'm a songwriter now. I have to sit down and write a song. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So what, like when you say that project, is that, like, do you get asked to write songs a lot? Or, like, how does that look like? What is no, that so like? this was something different. Uh, well, I mean, it's different. Like, I have a lot of people ask for co-writes. Uh-huh. So um, maybe it's somebody who's just writing for an EP and they've heard my stuff. And they're like, oh, I like your style. Would you co-write on my EP with me? And stuff like that. And that's awesome yeah. and fun. And I, I really love that. Um, but this song last week was actually for... Um, there's, like, a local group that... Uh, they advocate for foster kids and yeah. stuff like that. And so they've been trying to find like a um, kind of like an anthem or a theme song. And yeah. it really was like a contest. So I might not even get picked. <laughs> but yeah. I, they had told me about it. And I was like, oh, I'm probably not going to do that. And then it was like the day before the deadline. I was like, I don't know. It kind of sounds fun. And I need to write. So I wrote a song. And yeah. So we'll see. That's awesome. But yeah. But yeah. so it's, it is. It's interesting. You just never know. Yeah. That's very fun. Oh, I love that. Um, okay. So. Speaking of, you know, obviously songs and new stuff coming out, mm-hmm. I've, you've got two things that have come out in 2018, mm-hmm. right? Or three with People of the Earth? Yes. Was, okay. Pro- and there'll be more with People of the Earth. They're still releasing some. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, is that like two separate th- Like, are you Lydia Laird and People of the Earth, or is that... No, so those are actually... I, I are you two Lydia different Laird. people? <laughs> I mean, ask some people. They might think. <laughs> no. Um, so I was traveling with People of the Earth for like the last... Over two years um, leading worship, it was awesome, great experience, great people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've kind of, we've kind of split ways. I'm focused more on the Lydia Laird project now, and Got it. I still hope to do stuff with them and collaborate in the future. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, my real focus is like releasing this music mm-hmm. and um, just booking a, a tour for that and really promoting these songs because I've been working on them for a long time. How many are there? There's actually, it's an EP, so I only have a few more to release, but it's funny because in the me, as I've been doing this, I've been writing other songs that go so well with this project that I'm debating, okay, am I going to finish these and go ahead and launch it all? Yeah. Or am I just going to let it be this, this little project? So yeah, it is. It's really, yeah. Cause I've seen the theme with, you know, you've got the blue sort of pastel and the pink. I got more coming. Yeah. I'm like, what's next? Green or (laughs) purple. I'm glad that you noticed that. I don't know if other people realize. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a theme, people. Mm-hmm. That's so yeah, funny. no, that's that's very exciting. Um, and where can people follow you? Of course, yeah. I'll tag all this. But so all the social media. So thankfully, I apparently have a weird name because it's just Lydia awesome. Laird. I'm everywhere. Oh, so, that's great. <laughs> Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. If you just do the backslash Lydia Laird, that's me. Um, and then obviously on my website. And then the music is released everywhere. I mean, literally anywhere you can listen to music, it should be there. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so, I love it. It's exciting. <laughs> okay. Well, that's about the end, but okay, and awesome. we can, for this next part, we can totally cut it out if you don't want to do it. But <laughs> I thought, do you want to sing an acoustic version? Um, oh, I love of, I can't play. No, I do, though. You can play? Yeah. Are you serious? Very minimally. Um, you yes. are so cute. Let you know me... how to play on guitar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I've been practicing your song too much. You are the cutest thing ever. Which song? I think it's possible. Where your heart is. Wow, I've never done that acoustic. Really? Yeah. Is this like, are you allowed to? Then I was like, do you have a lady? You know, okay. (laughs) Sweet. Okay. That's 
so funny. All I've only I've only practiced the. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've written them down here. I've only practiced. Okay, here. you, you can them. sit there. I'll bring my car over here. I cannot believe you, you were so cool. Yeah, well, I was like, I want to. This is fun, you know. But I may yeah. back up from this mic because yeah, I'm a belter. Okay, good deal. And I'll come over don't here. Want that to be super loud. Yeah, <laughs> no. This is great. So we can just do. Um, the verse and the chorus, and then if you're feeling good, we can go on. Okay. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> I've so, never done this without a track. This is so funny. <laughs> I, I hope, yeah, I'm going to try to, I've been like listening to the pace, and I believe this is the I'm right key. I'm impressed right now that you even know. Right? Does that sound right? Yeah. Uh, probably slower. Wait, what do you So the pace would be like, it don't seem right, no black and white. I'm sure I'm gonna leave with the world in Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Let's try. It. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'll do like one okay. round and then we'll go. So. <laughs> it don't seem right. Black and white, and I'm struggling with the war in me. And honestly, it's crippling. My heart longs to run to you with darkness all around me. I just want to see. Where you? 
my voice was not warmed up. No, that one's good. Dude, that's so, so fun. Good. I've never done that, just vocal and guitar. That is crazy. Seriously? No, yeah. Well, that's good that's job. So fun. Thank you so much. Because you do piano, right? That's yeah, but I right. actually, I mean, I play that with, with tracks and a full a band. So, like, okay. I've never, I'm sure I will. I just, at this point, I haven't done that. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. So I mean, you've got a powerhouse. Like, <laughs> you're so sweet. Well, I actually have been a little bit sick. So, I was like, when you said that, I was like, well, See how it sounds. Yeah, no, I'll I'll send it to you, and we'll only do it if you want to. Thank but you. um, You're so yeah, sweet. that was beautiful and so fun. I can't believe you knew how to play that. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah, I was like this this and could be harmony. fun. harmony. What's a crap? Yeah. <laughs> <Like, "Where are> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I hope this is not like infringing. No, I love song. that. Okay. Oh yeah, that That's was so, so cool. fun. Totally. Awesome. Okay. Well, is there anything else like you'd like for people to know? If people listen to this, if we make it a podcast or whatever, so I don't even yeah. know. Like, <laughs> then go buy it and support my life. Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. Is it better to buy it than download? Uh. Well, honestly, there's not actually that many platforms to buy it on anymore. Okay. Most of them are streaming. So I think you can buy it on Amazon okay. and iTunes if you don't have Apple Music. Um. It's always going to pay more to buy, but everybody's okay. leaving that. So and you got merch too, right? Yes, I Come do. Come and order me a t-shirt. Too, yes, girl. So. Yes. Do it. She's the wrong one for you. That's what she's done. Ah, no, it's okay. That's I'll get awesome. it. But um, all on your website, LydiaLaird.com. Yes. Right? Yes. Yay. Okay. Thank you so I think much. that's it. Thank <laughs> that's you awesome. so much. And that's it for episode one. I hope you enjoyed Lydia's conversation as much as I did. Please go check her out at LydiaLaird.com which I will link to in the show notes. If you like what you heard today and want to make sure that you get more upcoming podcasts, go to the iTunes store, type in Keep It Real with Rachel Sinclair, and click subscribe. And if you want to share a rating or write a review, that would be awesome. If not, no worries. I'm just grateful that you joined us today. Thanks, and I will see you next time.